Hello again. It's me. This is a part two to my my live last night. Again, another unplanned live, um, but here we are nonetheless. Um, I kind of felt like I got on here and sort of rambled last night, and maybe that's what's going to happen tonight too. Um, but I got up this morning, and as I got moving, I um, meditated and, and things and started getting moving with my day, taking care of some business, and then I got called into work um, because today was a busy baby day. Um, lots of babies born being born today. And um, I was gone most of the day and then I came home and <laughs> I had lots of messages um, anytime I talk about my experience um, coming out of evangelical Christianity um, I always get some messages I always get a few um, DMs or emails or any type, many types of messages um, in different ways from folks who are like, "That's my experience. I'm I'm in that place where I'm trying to figure it out." Uh, every time something like this happens, like what happened last week, that there are those of you that have been feeling the pull away from that religion, that that lifestyle and that it's kind of a last straw moment and, and then I'll have people reach out to me and say okay this is you know I was already feeling weird about it but now shit's just gotten really weird but I don't know where to go I don't know what to do and the intuition activist is all about you know um, tapping into your intuition um, and I had not really planned on part of my messaging being like how to transition out of evangelical Christianity. But I do feel like I want to just come on here and say that um, to those of you, first of all, that are feeling that right now, that it is normal. If you look back farther, you probably know, much like me, that your intuition has always kind of said like, Something doesn't seem right here. Something doesn't feel right. And it was just very hard to differentiate and trust yourself. And, you know, were, are you just resisting? Are you just trying to not be obedient? Are you, you know, and, and there's a lot of inner conflict that happened. Um, so what I want to say, first of all, to you is that um, you were right. You were right something wasn't right. The things that didn't sit right with you, they weren't right. And it's okay. You weren't crazy. You weren't being a doubting person. You weren't being um, an unbeliever. You weren't lacking faith or any of that. That was your intuition and it was right on. And I don't know if anybody ever really said that to me, but when I was able to really understand that all along, all those things that had really bothered me 
were right on, then it was just easier to to move into something different. But I just want to say this too. There's something called that liminal space. There's this space in between where you haven't gotten to where you're going, but you've departed where you were. And you're just in that space in between. And when you're coming out of evangelical and fundamental Christianity, it's, it takes time to figure out, like, where are you going to go to? And that liminal space is really scary. There are thoughts that will come up, like, you know, you'll have moments where you'll go like, oh my God, what if they're right? And I'm just like headed straight to hell in a handbasket right now. And then you'll have to talk yourself off the ledge and remember that hell is the most ridiculous concept ever. Like the literal hell is the most ridiculous concept ever. Um, and you know, you'll have those moments. And so you need community you need some community around you as you find your way to your own beliefs, as you find your way into what, as you start to pick apart, like what beliefs are actually your own and what are not. And it just takes time. It's, I mean, I'm still doing it. And it's seven and a half years later. So there's that. But also I wanted to say this. Even for those of you who, like me, have pulled way far away and have left that life behind, with everything that's going on in the world right now, if your religious trauma syndrome is, like, kicking back up again after it had sort of been, you know, <laughs> at bay for a while, and suddenly you're having those feelings again, that anxiety about the end of the world, the anxiety about a battle like Armageddon, if you are feeling that in your body right now, if you're having dreams that are vivid and weird and even maybe violent and things like that, um, for me, it's really hard sometimes to differentiate dreams like that as to what is something that I'm seeing um, because I, I have vision. I'm clairvoyant, so I have visions of things that are going to happen. It's hard for me to differentiate sometimes between that and from the trauma of, you know, the things that I was taught growing up, the the images that I saw, the pictures that were painted with words about hell, about the tribulation, about being tortured for Christ, about all of those things. Also, you know, what's happening right now for me has brought up a lot of trauma in remembering, hearing folks in my church talk about getting violent like this, like what we're seeing right now. And this was when I was like eight and nine years old. So I'll be 50 this year. So eight, nine, 10, 11 years old. Um, I don't remember how old I was when the first black mayor was elected in Charlotte, uh, which here where I live in Charlotte. But I remember the conversations that were going on between 
the elder men, the elders in my church about what was going to happen if, quote, those people, quote, tried to take over our city. I remember hearing them talk about, well, I've got X amount of guns in my home. I've got, you know, I'll shoot anybody that walks on my property. I have very vivid memories of that. And so I know in my heart and I know, you know, that this is, this is not new in that realm, this type of violence, and it, it has been building and it may very well continue to build. So if you're experiencing that right now, like I am, if you've come out of that, and I know a lot of you who follow me have had a history in, in, in the um, evangelical community. If you're feeling that in your body right now, then I highly encourage you to look into um, diaphragmatic breathing and tapping and things that help settle your nervous system. I have a whole like, I have a toolbox and some days I can do one thing in the toolbox and some days I have to do several things in the toolbox. Um, you know, going walking and listening to meditative music helps me putting my feet grounding, putting my feet on the, my bare feet on the bare earth, visualizing all the power underneath my feet that's going on un underneath, you know, the dirt, underneath the grass, underneath all the roots that are, that are growing and thriving and, and things like that just helping to sort of ground my nervous system. I do a lot of tapping. I have my own techniques that I've adopted from all the like tapping teaching people. I've adopted my own techniques that work for me. What works for me a lot is to tap on my head and talk about the thought that I'm having and then to tap on my thymus right here at my heart and speak what I know my heart is saying and what's the truth. And that helps me to reconcile the thoughts that I'm having with the truth that's within. And so for me, that's one of the things that I do. Um, I'm also an incense burner and I like to burn incense or something and watch smoke rise and visualize my anxiety and my intrusive thoughts and things like that going out into the ether with the smoke from the incense. So all of those things are really helpful in trying to settle the nervous system right now. What I hope you're not doing right now, if you're dealing with these same, you know, issues coming up in your body, can you see me starting to blotch just talking about it? That's a, that's a trauma response that I'm having in my body from what, you know, because this is, you know, we're always peeling away these layers. We're always, um, we're always working through all of these things. There's no place that you arrive where you're like, oh, I, I, now I'm just going to meditate the day away and always think positive and never feel pain and never feel anger and never feel upset. That, that place doesn't come because we're human. So, it's okay if right now all you're doing is just keeping your nervous system regulated. You don't have to aspire to overcome any great thing right now.
just focus on keeping your nervous system regulated. Um, you know, yoga can help for some people. Stretching, just stretching sometimes helps people. There's all any number of things. I just realize I'm doing this with white noise going in the background because I've had white noise going a lot because that's calming to my nervous system too. Um, I meant to turn it off. Oh well. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to come on here and follow up um, from um, yesterday. So if you're if you've not heard the term religious trauma syndrome before. Um, I highly encourage you to read You Are Your Own. Uh, Sarah, am I right about that? Are you still here? Um, by Jamie Lee Finch. You Are Your Own. I think, oh gosh, I, I have, I am really tired today. <laughs> um, yes, that's it. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, You Are Your Own by Jamie Lee Finch. It's a short read, but it is packed. And if you have come out of any type of religious situation where you were told what to believe, you were you feel like you were indoctrinated, then her book will be eye-opening and life-changing for you. I had already done a, a total... You know, you know, like I had already done a ton of work by the time I read her book and I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to read this to see what she has to say. And then I read it and I was just gripped. I don't know why I thought I was the only one who felt all the things that she had felt. I listened to it too, Sarah. I listened to it too. It, it just like, um, you know, just listening to her read the poems that she wrote as a kid and listening to her talk about the fears about end times and things like that. And I just thought, you know, I, me and my friends, a lot of us never talked about that when we grew up because some of my friends still believe that stuff, you know, or some of the people I went to school with and, um, listening to her talk about those things and her experience just like, made me, you know, feel so seen. And it was a very healing, um, it was one of those big healing moments for me reading her book. So, um, I highly encourage you to do that. I'm working on, she also, she also inspired me to start writing my own story. Um, because I think if I've, <laughs> I was inspired to write the story before, but if I had not been inspired to write the story a year ago, after the events of last week, I would have, I mean, it's just told, it's just, um, driven home, you know, the, um, the importance of telling our stories in this way. But I'll say, you know, and I'll just be really raw and honest. Um, I make myself keep talking about this. I make myself keep talking about tapping into intuition. I make myself keep talking about, um, about all of these issues while my knees tremble. Because the, the fear is still there that they will come for me. And that is that, that was that thing that was like in, just conditioned into me from very young, listening to 
the folks in my circles, in my church and all, talk about bringing down people like who I am now. Um, and so there's still that, you know, there's still those things that are still here in my body and in my brain and in my subconscious that I work through on a regular basis. So, um, those of you who reached out, those of you who said, you know, I understand and I feel the same way and I've dealt with the same things and I'm, you know, really scared right now. I'm really feel lost right now. I really feel alone right now. I just want you to know that you are seen, you are loved, you are not wrong. You are following your heart and I'm going to give you the mantra that I kind of gave to myself during the time that I was exiting the whole construct. I, I kind of eased my way out. There was a long time where I was hoping to be able to hang on to some semblance of it, but then I realized, like, it's all too far gone. I have to leave. And as I was leaving and feeling some fear around that, I just really thought about it. And I, I just thought about the moment of my car accident and what I, the love that I felt in that moment, the peace that I felt in that moment. And, and I, I just kept reminding myself that if there's a God in the universe, and this was, you know, during the time when I was still trying to figure out what I was, what I believed or if I believed anything. And I thought to myself, like, if there's a God in the universe, that would watch me sit here and bawl my eyes out wanting to know wanting to really know the truth reading all kinds of things by all kinds of people listening to all kinds of things from all kinds of people searching for answers you know really seeking truth and then at the same time not just seeking truth but finding compassion, finding passion for things that are important, feeling truly empathetic and, and truly caring about systems of oppression and the people that they hurt and wanting to see those people restored. If there was a God in the universe <laughs> that would look at what was happening in my soul at that moment and send me to hell for it? Who wants that God? Seriously, who wants that God? You know, if, if, if going back to that God is going to make me no longer care about the disparities in maternal... <laughs> and maternal mortality and infant mortality and the disparities in the number of black and brown women who die in childbirth or just after childbirth compared to white women. If going back to that God, you know, puts me in a state of mind that I don't care about that anymore and that's going to secure my way into heaven to go back to that. No, and so I just kept repeating that to myself over and over again until 
<laughs> until I could, you know, create that new neural pathway in my mind. And it crossed my mind. Am I just making up my own truth? Am I just making up my own stuff? Because that's what you're told. Um, you know, you're, you're making an idol out of God. You're fashioning your own God. That's idolatry. That's in the Ten Commandments, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I was like, well, I guess I am. Because that's the only God that I can, that I can get on the train with and not feel like a horrible person. So, I hear you and I see you, all of you who my story resounded with you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just a person <laughs> who is trying to share my gifts with the world, to come out boldly with my message, or at least continue to come out with my message, even if it doesn't feel so bold sometimes. Um, but if you're experiencing that right now, if what I'm saying right now is like, resounding with you you're in that liminal space between the leaving of that belief system and then trying to find what you do believe i'm happy to just witness your your feelings and your story you can just shoot me a dm you can whatever i'm happy to witness your story and just to say i see you and i hear you and i understand and I will say your name and light a candle for you and send you the love and the strength and the confidence that so many showed me during my own journey through that time. So um, thank you for, for listening. Thank you for sharing your heart with me as I shared my heart with you. Thank you for... Um, you know, just being part of whatever part of my work and letting me be whatever part of your journey um, helps you. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's what I want. And now I just, I do, I feel like I rambled again, but you know, um, I think this is just what we need right now. We just need some real talk and some good dialogue and, um, we just need to walk with each other through right now. Um, so I'm here. I'm here for that. Thanks, you guys, for listening so much. Um, if you're listening on a replay, uh, share, share it with me. Let me know you listened and um, what touched your heart. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Katie. Um, so anyway... And thank you, Jamie Lee Finch. Mm. I wish you were my neighbor. I already told her that. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Good night.